0: Hey everybody, welcome to another bonus episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera, and I am joined once again by our good old friend, Kevin Schnorr at down the stretch seven of Naira Racing. Kevin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Joe. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, look, I'm gonna get into it in a minute, but like I can't believe, like, what the fuck, man? You didn't give us 80 to one rich strike to win the Kentucky Derby.
1: <laughs> I honestly like barely even considered that horse. He drew in off the aes, and I like kind of just breezed right past him as the as the twenty one drawn drawn in with the scratch. And I I kind of think a lot of other people did it too. I mean, it was it was quite the upset, and it was crazy. You know, on second thought, it's, it's you know he's really tough to have even on a you know third, fourth, or fifth look at it. So
0: a hundred percent. But um, before we get into you know the the horse racing stuff real quick, I'm just gonna give everybody one NBA best bet. For the Western Conference Finals game two, it is going to be Andrew Wiggins over 15 and a half points. The best line is on FanDuel right now. It's got the least juice. Part of why I like this is he's averaging 17 points across five games against the Dallas Mavericks this season. Uh, That's including the postseason or like obviously game one. Um, he's cleared 15 and a half points in four of five games with the one miss at 14. And the big thing to think about here is it's really that his usage changes against Dallas. He's uh He's got an average, his usage rate in the crust of five games is 23%, which is an uptick off of his 21.6% on the season. So he's seeing a couple more shots, getting a couple more attempts here, and uh, he's been pretty efficient. He's taken 74 attempts for 45.9% on the season. Uh he's gonna play the minutes. I like it. He's a great cut guy, especially against this Dallas Mavericks team that's a little bit undersized. So I love Wiggins here. Uh back him to go over 15 and a half points. So with that, uh, you know, Kevin, w- like Rich Strike, I know like you can't even give it to a, you can't even tell us to include him in an exotic for this for the preakness because like he's not gonna run, this is apparently the deal here, right?
1: Yeah, the the connections decided to skip the the Preakness. Uh, originally, they were actually going to plan on running with us in the the Peter Pan if they had uh, not drawn into the pre. Uh, excuse me, into the into the Derby, and they drew in. They ran a, a freakishly, you know, good race and, and 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 jumped up and and won the thing. And uh, apparently, the horse runs better fresh and it needs more time in between races. So uh, yeah. they chose to take the untraditional path and 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 skip the race, even though. Uh, you know, they could have been a, a triple crown winner. So,
0: yeah. So, you know, what I was thinking about with you saying that, you know, like with the horses being fresh, like the turnaround on this is pretty quick. It's what
1: three weeks? Uh, this is actually only two weeks.
0: Uh, yeah. So, is the, that that's like pretty atypical, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Normally, uh, horses don't run that often. At least uh, the uh, the Grade One and like Grade Two types. Some of the uh, kind of the uh, bread and butter horses, the uh, open claimers and stuff might might run that often, but the, the stakes caliber horses more so run once every six weeks at, at, at best, or, you know, sometimes you only see four, four, four or five times a year, just cause, uh, they just, just, they just run harder and, uh, they make more money when they run. So they don't really have to run as often.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point. Um, so, cause really like I'm looking at the field and we're really only seeing what like happy Jack and epicenter are really the only ones that have ran before or simplification as well. So there's not sure, really sure. a lot of there's not really a lot of horses that are running again. Um, one well, of the you things you things- do
1: have Secret Oath. I mean, she ran in the the, the day prior in the in the Oaks, but yeah, yeah, so it'd be 15 days for her versus 14 for the other three.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's interesting with Secret Oath, and you know, I, I wanted to get into this too because uh, Secret Oath is obviously a filly, um, and like you know, horse racing, obviously very progressive. You know, gender equality here. Okay, so do you, you know, what's the precedent for this with Secret Oath? Like, it, it's it's definitely, I feel like it's not common for Phillies to run with the boys, but she's done it before. So what what do you think?
1: Uh, it did also happen back in 2009. You had Rachel Alexandra win the, uh, the Kentucky Oaks and, and come back in, in, I guess, the 15 days like she's doing and taking on the boys in the Preakness. So, I mean, it has happened before. I mean, that was... 13 years ago. And, uh, I mean, Secret Oath has run against the boys before she ran actually extremely well in the, in the Arkansas Derby, uh, especially if you run, uh, watch that race back again. She, uh, we a premature move into a, into the pace and just flattened out late and then came back with an absolute monster race in the, in the Oak. So I really don't fault the connections for taking a shot. Um, pre the Pimlico also has, uh, kind of the, uh, kentucky oaks like affiliate uh race they have the black eyed susan tomorrow but yeah. uh that purse is not nearly as much as the uh as the preakness so uh you know that's what's what, why dwayne lucas is uh, gonna take a shot here she's uh, in super good form and she's got a big chance in this race
0: no that makes a lot of sense is there any horse like i'm, I'm kind of catching you a little off guard is there a horse that you maybe like in the black uh the black eye susan since that's coming out today i know like Luna Bell is the favorite. She's nine to two. She's the number six horse here. I think she's won like five in a row. So I wasn't sure if there's anybody, you know, since you brought it up that you might've like been looking at her. Is this not really something you're capping?
1: I didn't, I didn't really look at it too much. I might, I might take a, a look at it in the morning. I, I was more just looking at the the previous card right now. Yeah, um, that's fair. I mean, they have, a, they have a really nice card tomorrow as well. And, and even the undercard races uh, Saturday are, uh, you know, ones to look at if you, uh, you need some action.
0: Yeah. So look, I want to get back to, I want to get back to the Preakness. One of the things that I'm concerned about with secret oath is like, I know she's good. And, you know, she came in third in the Arkansas Derby came behind, you know, Cyberknife and Barbara road. Um, my, like she kind of had a bad start I feel like in that race uh, and, you know, maybe she has better breaks. She wins that. But I think one of the things that I'm concerned about is like with that, narrative like because there's I, there's definitely some narrative around the fact that she's a philly running running with the boys do you think that she's going to be over bet to the point that there's not really value on her
1: uh i don't necessarily think so i think um epicenter is just such a lot of hype just given the the race he ran in the derby and i think he's he's six to five in the morning line and i, I think he might even be shorter than that honestly uh uh on Pimlico i mean on the briefness day i just He's uh, he's asked me saying it's Rosario. He's you know, it's a hot horse. Everyone keeps talking about how he ran such a, a big race and just only got beat by uh by that long shot. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna be he's gonna take the a lion's share of the money. So I I actually think you might get a reasonable price on on Secret Oath if you if you like her and uh, um, and if you're if you're a weight guy, you you're gonna get five pounds from all the other all the other horses everybody else is in at 126 but since she's a philly she's uh in at 121 so the jockey's is okay. gonna be carrying five less pounds than everybody else
0: yeah that's a good point too uh the thing that i was thinking about too with with epicenter like i felt like just like watching that right, that was an incredible there's so many cool views of Kentucky Derby but
1: especially that aerial view of the the winner just going in like in and out the NBC feed by by Sonny Leon I mean it was just fantastic like yeah I've watched it back so many times like I'm just mesmerized honestly
0: that was that was absolutely electric like uh, my only thing is though like it it honestly like it felt that the you know the inside of that track wasn't really good all all day uh especially because it was a little bit sloppy and like, I feel like Epicenter, like, honestly just didn't see, like, the jockey didn't see that horse coming at all. And, like, I think that had he maybe known that, like, Epicenter wins. Like, it seemed to come out of so, like, so out of nowhere that, like, in my opinion, maybe we still will get a decent price on Epicenter because people are like, oh, well, like, you lost, whatever, um and like he's not going for the second leg of, of a triple crown even though like watching it back i was like how did this horse not win you know
1: right especially like turning for home you know you had the two uh two major players kind of in the middle of the track uh epicenter yeah. and, and, and zandon so you you kind of really weren't even really looking up the rail and, and maybe rosario wasn't uh you know wasn't either and uh you know it was too late in the game when uh sunny leone and rich strike made the move but uh I mean the pace was super fast, so so maybe just uh, that would have been enough to get Rich Strike home, anyways, because uh, it seemed like it was favoring a come from behind horses.
0: Yeah. So speaking of pace, now with this race, um, the Preakness, I believe it's a little bit shorter, is it not?
1: Yeah, it's a mile and three sixteenths versus the uh, the mile and a quarter uh, Derby. So it's just it's just sixteenth of a mile shorter, but it, it yeah. is shorter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So with that, like Epicenter epicenter likes to run out front and then i know that the one simplification also likes to run out front do you feel like this is a race where maybe we see a wire to wire
1: um it's definitely possible that the pace is going to be significantly slower in this race than it was in the derby where crown pride and uh summer to remember i I think that was summer of summer's tomorrow or something yeah they just they just kind of went at it early and really everybody towards the front end kind of, kind of backed up. But exactly. um, here was especially with a smaller field, you know, nine horses versus the 20 horses, the, uh, the, the pace dynamics, I think it, it won't be as, uh, you know, suicidal on the front end. So I think, I'm going to think it'll be fair. I think there are some horses that do want to be forward in here. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think you definitely have more of a chance as a, as a front runner in this race than you did in the Derby.
0: All right. So with that, who, who, do, who do you think, like, like, I know we've talked about, uh, a couple of these horses and like the one other horse that I've been looking at is um, is the five I've been looking at early voting and it's interesting because it's a Chad Brown horse and the horse was held out of the Derby. Like, I don't know if he qualified or not, but um, I think he qualified, but it yeah, was he definitely
1: could have went if he wanted to, it was, yeah. a, it was a trainer's choice.
0: Cause he's done this before. And then I forget who the horse was and he's, and they won the Preakness. Um and like he came in second at Wood Wood Memorial, like is he somebody that you like? Maybe at the price?
1: Um, I think he's w- going to wind up being the second choice in here behind Epicenter. I mean, he's second choice on the morning line, and yeah, actually, it's a pretty uh, accurate line. I think that they kind of have the, the the rankings of the top three or four uh, correct. I think it what what does help early voting is the the pace in here. I don't really don't think it's going to be as hot, and I. I believe he's going to make the front. Um, he made the front in the the Wood Memorial with us. Um, the, the thing is, he kind of had everything go his own way. I didn't think they were really going that fast, and uh, yeah. he still gave it up to to Mo Donegal late, who just got an absolutely perfect ride from uh, Rosario that day. But um, so I actually like kind of want to go against this horse a little bit. I think this is the horse that is going to take some money that I will be fading a little bit. I mean, he wouldn't surprise me. It's his fourth start. He's Could easily improve, but at at, you know at three to one, I think he's maybe one that you want to possibly think about tossing from your your gimmicks to probably to spice up your uh, just really to spice up your exotics because I mean I like Epicenter, he's a big favorite, so I mean him (laughs) and early voting, it's really not just it's not going to pay that that much if you get those two in there.
0: Yeah, that's like like if you box like Epicenter early voting and Secret Oath, you're just you're going to maybe make your money back.
1: Yeah, depending on the exact way it comes in, if those are the, uh, you know, the three that you're looking at, then, yeah, it's definitely possible where you could lose money yeah. or, or like, then maybe just make your money back. All
0: right. So I guess let's get into your like your best bet for this. Like what what's your play here, um, regard like whether it's a win bet, a show bet, like an, uh, an exacto, like what's your best bet here?
1: So the horse that I want to get into the number here at some sort of decent price is uh, the number two creative minister. Um, he was super impressive uh, derby day, winning a, an allowance race early in the card. Um, he, uh, he was supplementing in this race for one hundred and fifty thousand. He uh, he wasn't triple crown nominated, so he had to get to pay the one hundred fifty thousand supplement to, to get into oh, the wow. Um, it just keeps improving every time. Uh he ran a nine the first time on thoroughbred numbers and a six and then a two and the, the two he earned last time kind of puts him right there with with, with a lot of these horses And he's and he's going to be significantly a bigger price. Yeah, I don't really know if he can win this race. I'm going to but I'm going to lean towards him at the at the price. I think he's going to be value in here. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to use him with, with some of the logical horses uh, underneath.
0: Yeah, because I mean he's ten to one now, or at least on the opening line. Like that's probably going to shoot up, I'd imagine.
1: I think there is a small chance he is a wise guy's horse in here, and I I really hope not. I know there's you know there's a lot of sheet players in these pools, and uh, yeah, if if you know they, they send it in on this horse, like I could see him you know maybe being seven or eight to one, but I don't see him being super super short, barring any uh, significant scratches of uh, any of the other main contenders in here. Yeah.
0: Um do you feel like it's but do you feel like at the end of the day it's probably Epicenter's race to lose?
1: Yeah, probably. Um I want to use like I said I want to use Creative Minister with Epicenter and I do want to use the Philly in here Secret Oath as well. Yeah. But I think I think it just goes back to the the pace in here seems to be, you know, it's going to go early voting's way and I think Epicenter is going to kind of sit right off and just get a great trip. I just I just think he's going to be over bed. I think there's he can definitely win the race. And when he wins the race and pays $3.20, I'm, I'm not going to be anywhere near surprised, but yeah. I, I think there maybe is a better, a better value horse in here. And that's that's the number two creative minister.
0: All right. Yeah, I like that. Um so for your for your exotics, are you looking like how would you, how do you think you'd run this? Cause I know like we've talked about we talked about this last time. Uh like when you ran your like when you run your exact, sometimes you like run stuff additionally to either help your payouts or
1: and know, we were so close, but by the way, besides yeah. The, besides the besides the eighty to one shot, we were right there. We would have. Yeah, that's
0: that's what I'm saying. So, like with this, like, are you looking to maybe do a little? Like, if you did play epicenter on top, you probably you probably would need to put more money on that to really to get paid at all.
1: Right. I mean, if you use, like I said, if you use the two creative minister underneath, your 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 exactly going to be reasonable enough. Uh yeah. You know, eight two, but. I think I'm going to use the I'm going to play like the two over the four and eight and then use a few horses for third and trifectas. OK, and then flip my top two or uh, top two slots and play like four, eight with two with a bunch. So essentially creative minister is going to have to win or run second. And then one of the other two logicals are going to have to fill out the other spot. And yeah. then I'll use then- a bunch of horses in third and then and, and try to get paid that way.
0: Yeah, because like you figure epicenter is going to come in in the top three, so it's like it's hard to punt him in tries or or exactas, but I think you can definitely get some value, uh, or there's there's definitely going to be a ton of value by like if he doesn't come in, like if he doesn't place or show at all.
1: Right, I think you have to usually think outside the box to to make some money. Yeah, I guess in theory you could just pound a, a, a chalk trifecta here or exacta, but. I I think the way you, you, you make money is kind of toss one of these, these, one of these three favorites that you can maybe poke a hole in. And and that's, I'm going to throw the five out and kind of just use the two with the other logicals and, and see where I can go from there.
0: All right. Well, you heard it here, folks, creative minister, the two, we like it. That's what Kevin likes. That's best bet here. And uh, you know, got to play a little bit of secret oath and epicenter as well, probably toss in that five, the early voting. So there's so much for ballot fraud, but uh, Kevin, uh, it was good to have you on. You have any other last parting thoughts on the, on the Preakness or, or is it just go creative minister?
1: No, nah, just guess go creative minister. I mean, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it. And uh, you know, like I said, they, they put 150 up 150,000 up for a reason and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. All
0: right. So this race is on Saturday. Make sure you get those bets in. And uh, Kevin, maybe we can get you back on for the last leg of the Triple Crown too. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, thanks, Kevin. And uh, those are the best bets for today or for for Saturday. Uh, you know, we're going to be putting some money on Creative Minister, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, we don't have an absolute dog come in and win this race. So let's cash like that
1: opponent in there. <laughs>
0: right. So let's cash that with Creative Minister. Thanks guys.
1: All
2: right. I'm just a bachelor. I'm looking for a partner. Someone who knows how to ride without being falling off. Got to be cute and strong. me to my limits. They throw like you know I mean? the best damn party. They throw the best damn party. They throw the best damn party. I'm about to make your body and they turn the party out. They throw the like- best damn party. They throw the best damn party. They the best damn party. I'm about to make your body and say turn the party out. Mr. Urban up in here, aka Group. Yo G, what's up, Rob? What's up, G? one up, the honey's up in this bag. Up, up it, man. Yo, man, what's wrong with you, boy? I don't know, man. It's, I'm chillin', man. I don't know about all this. Uh, I know what's up, boy. You looking for that one girl, right? Yup. I get that one. Oh, no, no, man, I just want one, man. I'm tired of all this, man. I just want one girl. I say, yo, what's up, baby? Yo, let me have uh, two, two of those, two of those Heineken gear, like that. Aw, you know what I'm saying, man? Anyway,
0: man, what I'm saying is, all these hundreds in here, you can't find you one. You know? I want, man. I want one, yeah. yeah. This what we're, gonna do. This what we're gonna do, we're gonna slam these right
2: here, right. and then I'm gonna talk to Tisha Campbell, camera. you go, wish to yeah, I'm good, I'm, I'm finding my wife, bye dog. I'm out. Damn, I'm sick of being alone.